Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. My word is my proof. Is the most John Dutton thing that you can John Dutton. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where everybody talks like this. <laughs> Guys, I was just doing my riff imitation, and guess what it sounded like? This. <laughs> Boss Hog! Boss Hog, John Dutton, and you know it's going to be Cody Brown. <laughs> oh, Cody Brown. Um, I need to... Oh, my name's Amy Archer, and I'm your host. And I'm here with the spaghetti to my meatball, my best friend, Steph. Hi, Steph. Good morning. What up? What up? I need to get some dental anxiety out of the way here. Why are you have, do you need dental work? I have such anxiety over the dentist. I can't even tell you. What is happening? So. You know, teeth are like my thing. I have a Yeah, I have three or four fillings in my mouth that I got when I was in college. Okay. Because when I went to school and college, they didn't leave you on your parents' insurance, so you didn't have a dentist. (laughs) So you just let your teeth rot. So I have four fillings in my teeth from that era, which was like the early 2000s. Okay. Well, I graduated college in 99, so around that time. Mm. And one by one, they've just been like breaking down. And I've been needing to get crowns or replacements or whatever. And so the one on my left is like, I can feel it's just starting to hurt me a little bit. Oh, I don't like this. But I also have extreme anxiety because I'm going away in two weeks and I just don't want anything to happen on my trip. So you need to call the dentist now. I called him today. I'm going at 4.30. Oh, okay. You know, I've never had a cavity. No, I I, I did. There was I've a long period of time where I had no health insurance and no dental insurance and uh-huh. no eye insurance. Dude. <laughs> This is why I have a problem with the whole, like, making fun of people's teeth thing, because I just grew up, like, in a time when dental care costs so much money, and a lot of people just don't have it. I hear that. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. Like, that's still the case. A lot of people don't have it. Oh, definitely. It's ridiculous. I just am psycho about teeth, and I would Mm -hmm. do bad things if I had to to take care of my teeth. (laughs) Yeah. But when you're, like... You know, no, I, 20, I'm. You don't fucking care. Of course, that's not what I mean. You I'm think you're gonna live like, forever and your teeth in, will be fine. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Because you know mm. we know everything when we're twenty. My kids certainly do in their twenty. They know. Oh, my everything. kids know everything in their sixteen. Yeah. <sighs> so that's a conversation for another day. So I'm just having a lot of anxiety around the uh, dentist, dude. I'm sorry. Like, what's he gonna do to me? I mean, you know what I. You know what I need sedation dentistry. Do you not get sedated? No. Oh, I thought that was what they did. No, like, they just numb me and then do whatever they have to do. Oh, well, can't you ask for it? 
I could ask for them to hit me at the brick or something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. See, I've never, like, I've honestly never had anything but a cleaning. So I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. I I just assumed that when you had work that that was, they offered that. But what do I know? No, they don't. They don't. All right. It's, um. Do you want me to call and ask for you? I mean, can you come with me and just hit me at something? I mean, I can come with you. For sure. (laughs) I will come with you and hold your Um, hand. Let's figure out what's going on in the universe. Not much. Amanda and I started the Yellow Jackets rewatch of Mm -hmm. season one, and Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. Good. I really love talking about that show. I know. There's just so much. I rewatched that. Did I rewatch it? I did. I rewatched it right before season two came out recently. Yeah. So within the last yeah. couple of months. It's good. Yeah, one. I had never seen it. So I watched mm-hmm. it for the first time right before season two came I out. Know. And it was so good. There is a cover of in the first episode, there's a cover of In Excess's Never Tear Us Apart that oh. I really like that I have to get a hold of. That's a good song. Yeah, it's a good song. R.I.P. Michael Hutchins. R.I.P. Um, on a lighter note, I'm getting excited about my trip to Toronto. That's exciting. We did our prep, which is what we always do, which is we watch the Anthony Bourdain episode for wherever we're going. I hate you so much. <laughs> so we have some ideas. You're going without and, kids, correct? Yeah, we always go without kids. I know. You're smart. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I take my idiots and Listen, all their here, friends. Here's how it goes. I take my, I usually take my girls on vacation with my mom Mm -hmm. and that is the girl's trip. Mm -hmm. And then I need a vacation from that vacation. Of course. So I go with Timmy on a real vacation where we do nothing but drink and eat and crawl around a a place. All right. I mean, I can get behind that. Yes. Sounds like a good time had by all. Yes. Um, so let me think. Do I have any announcements? No announcements. Just that, you know, I want you guys to check out the Yellow Jackets rewatch. Um, and then next week. So this week you'll be hearing and just like that with Leslie. But the following week, I will be in Canada the first week of August. So you will not get an and just like that episode. Oh. And so you can. Okay. So the first week of August, I'm going to be at the beach also. Yes. You're leaving the damn coming home, I think. I leave on Saturday the 5th. I'm coming home on Sunday the 6th. Mm, okay. Well, I'll re- we'll record that week I'm away. We'll do mm-hmm. it, I'll do it at the beach. No, we don't need to. That's fine. Uh, we can wait. Yeah, we do. <laughs> this is not an ongoing show, so it's okay if we're, we're a week behind. The people want to hear, dude. The people will line up outside my driveway here. Seriously. Where is mm-hmm. Yellow... Or I almost said Yellow Jacket. Where's Yellowstone? Where's Yellowstone? Where's the Dutton Ranch? All right. So who let's is? <laughs> Go ahead. Because you know I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry. Who's mm. the girl in the bunkhouse? Talk like that. She's like standing there. She's like, hey, why are y'all my shine? Tater. Yeah. Okay. That's Tater. Tater. Okay. <laughs> she's um, becoming she's, one of my favorites. She's Michael Landon's daughter. I've told you this. Shut the fuck. You did tell me this. Yes. And I forget. Yes. I forget all the time. Michael Landon, the holdy of all holdies. He is in the golden. Pyramid of Holdies. I know. Michael Landon. John Stamos might be top. Ooh, John Stamos, dude. But Michael Landon is in the pyramid of Goldie Holdies. <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Are we ready to, to head down onto the ranch? We're ready. 
You asked me before we started how I'm feeling about this season overall. Mm-hmm. I'm not loving it. I know. Not loving it. I don't overall. love it either. Mm-mm. And like you said earlier than we spoke off the pod, it's the politics that I don't love either. Yeah. It's like, I don't care about this crap. Give me the good stuff. Well, and it's like, this is our fucking escape. Like, I know. Action. I know. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to hear Yellowstone for me, my podcast, my watch is a political free zone. I don't want to mm-hmm. hear about it. But now they're mucking it up with I politics. Know. I know. And of course, I'm going to have an opinion about that because that's the bitch that's, I am. I know. Same. <sighs> All right. Bitches so, have opinions. We have opinions. I have a multitude of opinions. So we are looking at Yellowstone Season 5, Episode 3, Tall Drink of Water. Mm-hmm. Now, I gave you an assignment to study up on a character for reenactment. I Not know. Not the one we just covered right before we started, but the other one I texted you about. <laughs> so you better be ready. I'm not, but that's okay. Okay. All right. Guys, we're trying to experiment because Stephanie's always yelling at me that I throw things at her at the last she minute. She does. She can't, she can't uh, prepare for the uh-huh. reenactment. Uh-huh. And well, that scene that you told me to prepare happened so early in the episode mm-hmm. that like before it was even like it was over before I even realized that that's the one I was supposed to be studying. Yeah, and I was you, like, I can't. You don't have much heavy lifting to do in this. I know. So okay. I, I'm just going to wing it. Okay. So we open in time, back in time with a young John Dutton. And also, wait a minute. Before we open, let's just let everybody know that I always get the shit assignments. You always get oh, like, of course, you Whose always name is on the placard. Exactly. I'm you always the best. <laughs> I know. You always get the good. You're like, pretend you're that person that no one even saw. I'm like, oh, it's like real life. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. Because you are going to shine coming up in a later scene, which we just talked about. Oh, God. Okay. All right. I can't help it. I mean, you just, you're good at, like, when you did Alan Gore, how would I make you anything but Alan Gore? I know. Hearing your Alan Gore. <sighs> it's not that good, you guys. It's okay. not that good. So we open up back in time with a young John Dutton and a baby rip. Baby <sighs> rip just speaks in colloquialisms. Like, oh, two shepherds in a wool blanket. <laughs> like, it makes no sense. <laughs> so, baby rip. Baby Rip comes upon a really disturbing scene of a cow and her calf is like ripped from her. It's really upsetting. The animals that die in this show are more than my little pea brain I know, and but heart. That's life. That's life on a ranch. I know, Amy. So, I don't like it. So John Dutton gets down, dun, 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 whips out his little li- livestock PI badge and he puts his CSI sunglasses on he gets down there and he is investigating (laughs) I just love I love that they have like a livestock police I know it's a real thing I know and I know it's necessary isn't it I is it necessary isn't it a little overkill (laughs) I need to know is it necessary honestly because it's freaking weird like what a lot the livestock police like i can't even understand what they're policing now i don't know if you got this vibe but he realizes immediately that it's the wolves from the park who've escaped and done this and he realizes by by looking at their footprint and blah 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 and i just wrote this has a real jurassic park feel to yeah, it, it does <laughs> it's so bizarre 
So now we see a town meeting and they're talking about the wolves. The crowd is angry. They're and really they're angry about these wolves from quote fucking Canada. <laughs> and they're like all wound up. And the park officials are technically they're like, well, they technically are from Canada, but blah blah blah. And I wrote, oh my god. This is Jurassic Park, like when John Hammond has to convince Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum that bringing dinosaurs back is a good thing. It's a good thing. And no, it's not. And it wasn't. Right. And so the, I was expecting Jeff Goldblum to be in the back and just being like, life will find a way. It's so funny because like speaking, I'm going to, I have officially just deemed myself the livestock police of my own backyard. Oh, okay. So you know that like... Since I've started working from home, like three mm-hmm. years now, I have made friends with all of the animals that live in the neighborhood. Yes. I have a squirrel that has been coming here every day. He eats my trash. His name is Raj. He's got like, and I know them. Like, I know them and mm-hmm. they know me. Raj has Does like, Raj have his ear pierced? Because I feel like you should he like doesn't. him somehow. Raj has a real sparsely, like his tail isn't very full. Okay. He's got like an alopecia situation happening on He's his tail. He's been through it. He's been through some shit. <laughs> I mean, he and then, on trash. And then, and then Raj has a cousin, Pudge, who comes around with him every once in a while. Pudge is really chubby and he has a short got tail. That. Like his was okay. hacked off in something. He had a situation. Oh, I know. Okay. And you know, the countless cats that have been here, but the latest. So I have um, two cardinals, a male and a female. That oh, are here yeah, every I day. Saw them on your Instagram. Like, they literally you. stalk me from the window next mm-hmm. to my office, and mm-hmm. I have a hummingbird. I love I hummingbirds. Hum- me and too. Birds. I'm a bird nerd. Like I, well, I get it. Well, I've always loved birds, but Patrick is a serious bird nerd. Like he can well, tell you any this bird. This is the in one the world. area that Patrick and I disagree. I know this and whales. And no, he. Oh, true. Right, right, right. But they're like. Oh, I'm so obsessed with my hummingbird. So hummingbirds I'm, are very cute. Do you have the little feeders out? I have my little feeders. I'm going to get one because I yes. didn't. I have a feeder mm-hmm. that I feed all the other birds. So we just put seed in. But I don't have a hummingbird feeder. But I'm totally getting one now because I will this only is feed hummingbirds. two Saturdays in a row that I have seen it. It was here yesterday and it was here again last weekend. What so. are you going to name it? Um, I have no clue. I Okay, so let's get call up that it Baby it. Rip. Okay. Okay. Baby Rip. <laughs> the hummingbird. Baby Rip the hummingbird. All right. I'm, I'm here for that. Okay. I'm going to. So, right. so these officials are trying to convince this crazy crowd that the dinosaurs are a good thing coming back. <laughs> and the park dudes are like, there have not been any confirmed livestock kills by these raptors. I mean, wolves. And the crowd is screaming, liar, liar, fucking liar. So- this crowd is wild. They're insane. <laughs> and this, let's. Keep in mind, if John Dutton's like 45, mm-hmm. so it's probably about 15, 20 years ago. So it's probably like the 2099 yeah. era. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. John Dutton strolls in. He's on this committee. So I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I don't either. know what this committee is. Maybe it's the livestock police. I don't know. Uh, I got nothing. So after the meeting, uh, John and the others are drinking, and this one guy's like, we investigated these claims, and they're just not true. Now, Stephanie, we're going to reenact this scene, okay? Oh, now, God. you've been prepared for this. I have not. So, you are going to be guy standing at cheap bar. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to be John Dutton on the couch, okay? 
So you're going to start with, no, these claims are not true. No wolf is killing livestock. Go ahead. <clears throat> these claims are not true. No, no. Oh, you can't not be John. John. I can't be voice. John. Oh, all right. <laughs> you can be Southern if you want, even though they're in, <laughs> all right, they're in Montana. Montana. These claims are not true. What did I say? No wolf is killing oh, livestock. No wolf's killing livestock around here. These claims are false. Well, you know, I can show you five right now. Now, the main thing you have to get to is, I, I do you know. have any proof? Okay. Do you got any proof of that? My word is I, my proof. <laughs> I bet you didn't know that, did you? I saw Bigfoot. He does exist. He is a very handsome man. And I know that because my word is my proof. And I'm saying it right now. Like, what? What? What are you talking about? I know. My wife is nagging, is banging your best friend. How do I know? Because I'm saying it. And it's my word. And it's true. My taxes are filed. There. It's done. Like, he just speaks things into existence. I know. Is he Trump? I don't know. I don't know. But, um, so... Yeah, I know. That, yeah. And you know what? I do remember this scene and I was supposed to, and you know, like seriously, dude, this was not a scene that one would even understand to practice. I'm like, who am I supposed to be? Okay, Nothing is happening. John, but John Dutton saying my, my word, word is my proof is the most John Dutton thing that you can John Dutton. Oh, okay. I mean, it is fucking ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But whatever. Ugh, okay. Whatever. So this guy's like, John, you are not a wildlife biologist. And John says, they have big paws and they bite at the hawks. It's them. <laughs> then John says, we supported you bringing the wolves back. Like the farmers. We supported it and the ranchers. But you need to protect us or else. And then the guy says, killing an endangered species is a felony, John. I'd remind people of that. And John goes, you don't know me well enough to call me John. Oh. I am Commissioner Dutton. I know. Whatever. Okay. Right. Whatever. So now it's current day. We're heading over to the main house and Rip and Beth are getting up and getting ready. I was like, why are they in the main house? I remember their house burned down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Beth is up and ready to go early. She says she's going to Salt Lake to tie up some loose ends. ends. Mm -hmm. And you know She does look beautiful. <gasps> I wrote that too. I mean, she she's is a stunning woman. I know, but there's something about this scene. She's fuck. so fucking gorgeous. When she walks out of the house... Um, and she's on the porch having the coffee and they show yeah. her like with the mountains behind her and the sun. She's just so fucking gorgeous. Like, God, she's beautiful. She and John have a real weird conversation. They sure do. About things they shouldn't talk about. And Beth's like, Daddy, I told you when I had my first threesome. No. I don't like this. No. And I never did like this no. like string that they have mm -mm. here. I don't like it either. It makes and me uncomfortable. Maybe, yes, it makes me uncomfortable too. And maybe because, here's what I started thinking about. Maybe because John Dunn, Kevin Costner, and this actress are close in age. I know. And both hot. I know. I don't think so, they're that close in age, are they? I'm going to have to look that up. All right, we're back. Okay, yeah. so Kelly Riley is 46. Um, our age. <laughs> She's as old as me. <laughs> She's as old as us. And we and are Kevin, not 70. And Kevin Costner is 68. So there's 22 years yeah, different. She's not. It's just, but it Kevin just. Kevin Costner feel... does not look 68. No, he looks fucking amazing. I mean, God. we learn in this episode fucking Lloyd is 58. I He can't be. I'm going to look he that up. He can't be. He's got to be 79. He's 64. What? I He's can't. adorable. I, I love him, but I can't. Okay. God, I love him so much. 
But I agree. There's something creepy about their relationship. Yeah, I don't like... It's like sexualized or something. Uh, Yeah, I don't like it. So... John is saying that he reflects in the morning about his wife, but he can't give details. So he's reflecting about banging his wife I on know. that porch, probably. I know. Because let me tell you something. When you live in the country nobody's around, you bang outside. Oh, I have no okay. doubt. I'm sure. However, I feel like there is a staff of people at that ranch. So maybe he gives them all the day off. Yeah. Isn't it weird? In all, okay. In all seriousness, here are people that claim they're about to lose this ranch, mm-hmm. but they're like staffing cooks. And, like, who are they yeah. cooking for? The two people that actually live there? Yeah. Beth and weird. John? Like, what? Well, and yep. Rip, but I don't think he eats. He's Rip just always eat? he's always busy cleaning up somebody's mess. I literally saw him eating dinner in this episode. I know. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's like, they feed, they, like, what? It's just and the, stupid. The, and the, that small table is in such a weird spot. Weird spot. Like, right in the big like, living room. Right. And it's, like, not even, it's, like, in a weird Sort of corner, but it's not. Like, why are we not just sitting at a normal kitchen table? Like, I don't understand. I hate it. I hate it. So Beth tells John to find someone to love because a memory can't love you back, daddy. (sighs) All right. Now we're in the bunkhouse. It is Lloyd's birthday. I fucking love Lloyd. The guys are busting Lloyd that he looks 117. But as Stephanie has just told us, the actor 64, the character supposedly 58. We see Wheeler in the shower, and he's hooked up with one of those annoying barrel racer girls again. I can't Aww, stand these girls. So stupid. Away. Even Rip is nice to Lloyd on his birthday. I know. He's fucking yeah. lucky, because no one is nice to Rip, and somebody needs to start being nice to him. You mean no one's nice to Lloyd? I meant no one's like Lloyd. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. So That's Rip goes into the barn, and he finds Carter, and Carter's feeding the calf. And Carter asks if the lone calf will be shipped out. And Rip says no. And then he says, orphans don't get shipped off around here, boy. And then he tells Carter, saddle up because I'm going to make a cowboy out of you just yet. So there we go. That was a nice scene between them. That was nice. But do you get to go ahead? Do you think it's weird that they're writing in another Rip story into Rip's story? What do you mean? Like Rip was a kid that John took in. Like why? Like is that weird that they're duplicating a story? Like I heavy-handed metaphor. Don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I liked the idea. They've seemed to got have gotten away from this, at least in my opinion, right now. Where I like the idea of Beth raising him. Me too. The effect that Carter has on Beth. Like they're never together. That's not happening. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So mm. Rip and Carter don't get to have their, their father-son ride because U.S. Fish and Wildlife shows up. And they are even more angry than the livestock police. These guys are mean <laughs> <laughs> business. They's pissed. So they have found the log with the collar attached from the, the Jurassic Park wolves. Shock. And they're fucking pissed. And they're not fucking around. And uh-huh. Rip is like, well, 
help yourself. Go, you know, skadoodle onto my property. And they're like, oh, no, no, no. You're coming with us, and that's not a request. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now we go over to my favorite couple, Casey and Monica. Mm-hmm. Casey and Monica are talking with Thomas Rainwater and Mo. And Thomas Rainwater and Mo are explaining that the baby needs a spirit horse to ride his spirit to the other side. And Casey's like, I don't want to kill a horse. And Mo says, you won't have to. God will provide the horse when your son is ready. They also reveal in this scene that the house is a rental. Yeah, I knew that. Which is pretty interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, we knew that. I think we knew Mm. that. So here's so much about their real estate, but. A few things. Um, One, I love Mo. Mm-hmm. Two, do you think there's something to John's horse dying in last episode? That's what I thought. Okay. I thought, oh, conveniently a horse a just horse died. A horse just died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's John's horse and the I baby know. Baby is John. John. I know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Thomas Rainwater says something here that I like. He says, death is the one thing we do alone. No matter who's around us, we're still alone. And I thought that was really impactful. I love Thomas Rainwater. Me too. So they say the ceremony should be tomorrow. Now Monica goes in the house and Casey's outside and he's talking with Thomas Rainwater and Mo. And he tells them every time I'm I'm involved with my dad and I'm doing the livestock PD, um, something bad happens. And so my vision said I would have to choose. So I'm choosing. And I choose those people in there. Monica (sighs) and Tate. I love Casey. I know. Love him. I know. He made his choice. Yep. So he says, but mm, now I need a job. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Rainwater and Mo are like, we don't really have anything to fit your skill set. I'm thinking, you run a fucking casino. I know. Let uh, him I know. deal at the card table or teach him how to like take money out of the slot yeah, machine. He, he could, could do something. Be something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could be a janitor if he had to be. Let's be real. This he is could ridiculous. He be there. Like, pro- oh, want to put him in a position of authority oh maybe he can't work there because it's a native casino oh yeah i bet you oh i, I bet, bet you're you right i didn't think of that and work there yeah yeah i bet they only employ natives mm-hmm. yep which would make sense yeah Although- and guys come at us like i don't know a lot about thomas rainwater and most culture so come at us if we're saying the wrong things or using the wrong terms you know we are open to listening and learning so please do that so then Mo suggests, have your brother appoint you a special investigator for the state. And Thomas Rainwater's like, look, you're making the right choice. It will reveal itself in time. Now we see Monica. She's cutting veggies for lunch and she freaks out and she chops her hair off. Mm-hmm. And Mo grabs Casey and tells him, let her do it. This is her way. This is our way of grieving. Let her do it. She cut her hair off. Oh, mm-hmm. God. I felt so mm-hmm. bad. So now Jamie gets to work. Jamie's at work. And Ellis and Sarah Atwood are there waiting for him. As predicted, they have filed a lawsuit. Now, all this shit is so boring to me, this business me stuff. Me too. I know. I I'm like going to tell you what I think over. I know about it. I know. Right. Yeah. I know the slug. That's it. <laughs> she makes an appearance. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> so Jamie tells them their zoning license was rejected. And Ellis is like, you fucking promised. Like, you promised. And you took millions in lease payments. And Jamie's like, sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. See you later. So he kicks them out, but Sarah stays behind and tells Jamie he's a better lawyer than she expected. She tells him, 
I know you think this is a terrible idea because businesses are going to pull out the state. Now there's no timber in and no sales tax. And how the fuck is Montana going to make any money? And then she invites him to dinner. And of course he's considering it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, okay. What annoys me so fucking much about this story is that it's just so dumb. Like, yeah. oh, let's hire a hot girl to seduce Jamie. Oh, how original. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Come up with something better. And this, of course, Jamie's going to fall for of it. Of course. Yeah. It's just, it was, it's Casey would so. right through that shit. He would. But it's so super fucking cheesy. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. it's even too cheesy for this cheese. I, I, I hate it. So Casey rolls up now on a contemplative John staring at the ranch. Again, probably dreaming about being his wife. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. And like, I want to know, I'm sorry, I need to dive into character a little bit here. So why does John not see what a shit ass mother this, his wife was? Mm. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't know. Okay. So let's talk about why, again, played by Gretchen Mull, who was Mm. the woman from Boardwalk Empire, which is one of my favorite shows of all time. It um, just, it annoys me that wh- he... Why do you think she was a bad mother? Remind me of the flashbacks that we've well, seen of her. Well, she was horrible to Beth. Horrible okay. to Beth, dude. She just seemed like that mom, that... Uh, that cliche, I just... Everything's perfect, you better be perfect. I, I don't know, there's just... I didn't feel a whole lot of warmth from her in any of the flashbacks that they've showed. So, like, I always just maybe it's maybe I'm completely wrong and I'm reading it I wrong. Forget how she died. She falls off the horse. Remember, oh, right? And Jamie's involved in that, right? No, Beth and Beth is blamed because okay, they're okay. out. Remember, she was riding in the morning with the kids, and she and Beth were having like an argument, and Beth spooked her horse or something. Okay. And she got thrown from her horse and she died in the field. Here's my thing with that. In order to, like, you're asking why John doesn't realize. Mm-hmm. I think in order to realize he would have to be a good parent. I don't think John Dutton's a very uh, good father. I know. You're right. You know Just, what I mean? Uh, so, like, he probably thinks she was fine. I know. I hate that, though. Like, he's not the type that's going to be like, she was too hard on Beth. and Beth. Know. You know what I mean? Like, he's just not that type. Fuck. All right, so John, Casey's asking John, can we bury the baby here? And John's like, of course. course. And he's like, it'll be a native service, so we can't be there. And John says, look, whatever she, whatever she wants, you give it to her son. And Casey says, well, in that case, here's my livestock PI badge Mm. back. I'm giving it up. I can't do both. I have to choose her. And John says, the state needs you, Casey. And Casey says, but she needs me more. And he's like, all right, all right, let's go pick a spot. So now we get a brief scene of Thomas Rainwater and Mo. They're driving home. They're talking about John, how he should resign. They get to the casino and there's a protest over Thomas Rainwater. And the speaker's like, Rainwater's all about money and selling our land. And he's like freaking out. Mo wants to remove the speaker because Mo is awesome. And Thomas Rainwater's like, no, we're not going to martyr him. And then we see Angela Blue Thunder, who is not here to play. Nope. And she says, um, Thomas Rainwater keeps keeps our people as slaves, and she's going to teach him the master rules, and the lesson will not be pleasant. No, she's the Beth of the natives. 
Yes, I'm terrified of her. I know, I don't like her either. So Rip and the police get to the place where the wolves were killed. And these these livestock PD chiefs or whatever the fuck they are, the U.S. <laughs> wildlife marshals, they are like all over this. They're mm-hmm. like, this field is newly plowed. Mm-hmm. According to the GPS, the wolves spent a lot of time here. Mm-hmm. What's going on? And Rip is like doing his best to keep cool. Now, how cool was Rip under pressure? He really is. I was super impressed. Oh my God. It's I, actually, I just, it's, God, hot. it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's totally I hot. I just wrote these idiots seem to be easily led astray because Rip's yeah. like, you have to go over that mountain there and it's I'm not, not going easy. with you. Yeah. <laughs> now we see Beth. Okay, this is the part I don't understand. We okay. see Beth making this market yes. equities deal. So. From what I understand, she's meeting with Swartz and Meyer. She's selling her controlling interest, but she wants to keep the real estate, which is where the airport was going to be. And she's doing this to avoid getting sued by market equity. She's going to lease, put the lease, put the land in a conservation easement. Mm-hmm. And like, that's like, I don't understand what, please make this simpler, writers. I don't understand it either. I don't get it either. Beth gets home. Whatever happened, it was to Beth's benefit. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, to fuck well. over Caroline. Right. And she swayed that guy. Yes. Who was that dude she was talking? I don't even know who these people were. I don't know. I'm I don't like know confused either. by this whole scene, but whatever. So she gets home and she's really pumped that she fucked someone over today. And Rip and Carter are eating in that weird table. Yes. And Carter suggests they go to the party in the bunkhouse for Lloyd. And Beth thinks that's a great idea. But Rip is like, oh, no. Oh, he knows. He knows knows what's coming. Now, market equities, I'm going to let you take this away. We have the slug. So go ahead. (laughs) Give us some slug, Steph. What was she saying? I don't know what she was saying because I didn't write it down. But she's just like, oh, what the fuck is going on? It's like destroy the whole family is what she's saying. It's like insane. It's so ridiculous. She's I like, love her. I, you I love her? Lo- no, but I love because she's so ridiculous. You do a really good imitation of I her. I just, I love imitating her. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're like, like, Ellis is like, this is checkmate, Caroline. Like, I don't think, or Carolyn, I don't think this is, you know, going to work. And she's like, in her you know, voice, please I, say, destroy the entire family and start with Beth. Destroy the entire family and start with Beth. <laughs> I'm a slug. I'm a slug and I want you to like oh, it's and then just, she it's has so to insane. say, then she has to say, take this family down, turn Sarah loose. Go ahead. <laughs> take this family down, turn Sarah loose. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now in the bunkhouse, this party is pretty lame. They're just playing cards. Oh, and it's Beth not. Is like, it's Beth so is like, cute. is this how you celebrate a fucking birthday? Let's go to the bar in Bozeman. So apparently Bozeman is like one of the more touristy towns mm-hmm. near them. And nobody wants to go because Rip is like, there's uh, fake cowboys there. You can't take real cowboys and put them with fake cowboys. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a disaster. Shit's going to hit the fan. And the guys are trying to push, but Rip tells Beth, I said no. You don't tell Beth that. Because she didn't care. She's so insecure. She's never going to let that fly. She's going to react defensively immediately. Yep. Which she does. And she's like, okay, I'm buying. Let's go. Now, poor Carter has to go back up the house with John because he can't be a part of this. And it pisses me off, too, because she, I feel like by undermining him in front of those people, like, you just don't do that. Yeah, but you don't say, I said no, either. <laughs> I know. The whole thing Like, she goes, up. oh, you said no, huh? And he goes, bad point. 
Wait, poor choice of words, darling. Yeah. Rip just puts darling after everything and it's okay. I know. I'm going to start doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like, um, I really don't want to be on this call with you, darling. (laughs) (laughs) When you're in a meeting. Do that at my next meeting in an hour. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Tomorrow. So they get to the bar and everyone starts doing shots and Lainey Wilson is singing. And this is the woman we saw when they had the campaign event at the ranch, which is the singer who's got eyes for Ryan. Uh, And Ryan is a little cutie. He's cutie. So Beth and Rip are dancing and he tells her, this is so fantastic. Keep your crazy in check while we're (laughs) (laughs) Darling. Do you want to know what's so funny? I feel like this is a conversation or an exchange that like Patrick and I have had. Mm, I could see that. Mm -hmm. Where Patrick would be like, "Can can you not... <laughs> so Rip buys uh, some cowboys a drink. You know everything's going fine, and then I wrote in big letters, "Oh my god, some woman is hitting on Rip." Oh yeah, my, oh my god! god. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Stephanie, uh, let's reenact this scene. Ready? Okay. I'm Rip. I'm just standing there. Go ahead. Well, aren't you a tall drink of water? Uh, get the fuck away from me, darling. I'm married. Get the, get the fuck away from me. So I've got a husband too. Where's get the fuck away from me. Your life will end and it will not be pretty, darling. My husband's in Sacramento. Where's your uh, wife? My wife will probably murder your husband and his entire extended family. So just please get away from me. Just pretend I have crabs. Get away from me. Thank you, darling. I, I like your crabs. I like you. <laughs> Give me your crabs. You have no idea. What is about to happen to you, darling? Get run for your life I'll right now. I'll show you what's gonna happen. You and want she me to get the livestock police up here. <laughs> but like, okay. okay. So she saunters oh. over to Beth. I know. And Beth mm. smashes a glass on her a head. bottle on her head. And it was like the most poorly enacted smashing a bottle scene I've bad. ever seen it in was my really life. Bad. Like it was no bad. one thought to do another take of that. That was the worst scene of the whole show, just because it was so bad. It was so poorly done. My question is, the the more implausible thing, in my opinion, is you have a bar full of cowboys that look like Wheeler and Ryan, and somebody's hitting on Rip. I know. I know. But also, does this happen in bars? Like, maybe I've just never been privy to a bar fight truly but like everyone just starts fighting like I can't imagine being out in a bar like let's just say we're out and a fight Mm -hmm. starts happening like across the room I'm not just gonna start punching the guy next to me that's what these people do if you bars have I ever seen a bar fight but if you rewatch this scene you'll see like they just start punching the people standing next to them like it's so it's it's weird um you see this a lot in the saloons on Little House. Yes, I all oh, yes. Big fight and everybody just starts I know. being yeah. But it's like it annoys me because I feel like it's it can't it's that be that mob real. mentality. Yeah. Like people just start and it's you like, know, like I don't think that's if, how it really happens. If we're in a bar and I see people fighting and I just have a chance to take out all my aggression on some asshole, I'm just gonna do it. Or how about how I'm like, I've never seen a bar fight. And then I'm like, that's not how it happens. Like, I clearly don't know. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever seen. I have seen many fights in my day. Mostly at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've never seen a bar fight. I, I haven't think. either. 
Me either. Yeah, I don't think so. I've hung out in some shady bars. You definitely have, for sure. But no, I've never seen... I've been in situations where T-Arch almost got into a bar fight, Mm. but it has not happened. Mm. No. Mm -mm. All right. So, um, Beth is just beating the shit out of this girl. And now we cut to the cops have them all lined up outside. And that sheriff, that new sheriff comes to to town. Mm -hmm. He's coming to not... He also does not come to play. So Beth, in front of the cops, walks over and punches this woman again. I know. Like, that would not happen. That I know would not happen. And the new sheriff named Ramsey is, uh, you know, getting them arrested, getting them lined up, whatever, deciding who to press charges against. And Rip is doing his best intimidation. Uh, Be a sad, sad day if something happened to your new cruiser, darling. Or do you know what her name is, darling? Or, you know, just throwing all these wild threats at him. And the sheriff says, Beth hit this woman with a bottle. That's aggravated assault. I'm taking her in. And I'm clapping over here as we see Beth the monster going to fucking jail. I'm sure I'm glad. Let's take that chess piece off the board. Oh, she was trying to stick her middle finger up with her hands. (laughs) I understand Rip here, like really arguing with this cop. Like, mm-hmm. look around. Everybody else was fucking yeah. fighting. Why Rip, Beth? Yeah, Rip is literally like, you can arrest every person here. Yes. And yes. he's not wrong because I literally just watched all of them punch the person standing next yes. to them for no reason. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Annoying. So bottom line, Beth gets a guess gets arrested. She's gone. Thank God. I, I hope we get an episode without her, but we won't. Because I saw in the previews, big bro Jamie has to come to her defense, of course. Mm-hmm. So, all right. What did you think of this? What do you love and what do you hate? And let's get into it. What are you liking? Let's go there. What? Oh, there's a lot of things that I liked on this episode, actually. Okay. Um, I loved Casey the most in this episode. He's amazing. I loved him the most. Amazing. That was a great scene him. with mm-hmm. him and like the Mo. I just loved that. What do you um, hate? What do you hate? What Tom Dutton am just staring I off hating. into the pasture, dreaming about banging his wife? <laughs> that was annoying. I'm just hating a lot of things. The business. I'm hating stuff. the business stuff. I'm hating all the dead animals. Like, I just, and I know we're on a ranch and this shit happens, but like, I, I, no, it doesn't well, have to happen. The business every stuff episode. is annoying because it's like early, early on in this series, they would have like a threat to John's land. And it was like clear to understand, like, oh, mm-hmm. these people want to do this and we're fighting them. Okay, that's very, like, the, the people who don't have MBAs can understand that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like now they're just it's so complicated. I know. And this market share and this equity and this property and these holdings. And I mean, I have I know. three college degrees. Granted, they are all in like literature, but I don't <laughs> understand a word of what they're saying. I, and I feel either. like a big dumb dumb. Me too. And I also feel like they're not even doing a good job of trying to explain where these people are coming from and how they fit in. I don't no. think they are anyway, unless I'm too no. dumb to be watching, but I'm not, I don't get it either. So Guys, I kind of just gloss over. Come at us if you feel the business stuff is annoying, because mm-hmm. that is definitely not working for me. It's annoying. Um, although, 
like I said to you, I would take it over the dancing horse storylines that we were forced to watch in season four. A lot of dancing horses. Dressage? Is that dressage? I don't even know. I don't know. Um, so yes, I'm, I'm with you. I'm hating the business stuff. I enjoyed the Lloyd celebration this episode. I thought that was really nice. I love Lloyd. Lloyd deserves it. Um, he's a rough 64. Let's just say that. I Uh, don't think he is. Costner looks super hot at 68 and I know. Yeah. It's making, well, he's had a hard life working on the ranch. That's ranch comes before everything, Amy, even ranch comes before everything. Even Lloyd's everything, health, well-being. And I'm oh, here Lloyd. for the Livestock PD spinoff. <laughs> dun, 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 oh my dun, God, dun. could you imagine? I'm here for it. Could mm-hmm. you imagine? All right, Steph, so thank you so much for talking with me this morning about Yellowstone. And for those of you who have not checked out our Facebook group, it's called, what's it called, Steph? Is it Extra. No, our our Facebook group. Oh, well, the back door, friends. I thought, see, I was getting it confused mm-hmm. with that thing mm-hmm. I signed up for mm-hmm. last week that I like, what? Guys, you know, you I don't do get, that with the apps. You need to slide into our backdoor friends. Yes. <laughs> group. Group. <laughs> if you could see my face. Slide into our backdoor friends. Slide group. into Amy's backdoor. <laughs> um, we have fun in there, I think. Um, We definitely do. It's getting bigger, so it's there. Also, we do have a Patreon Supercast. Those links are in the show notes if you're interested in supporting the podcast. And we're also going to be doing reality on the Patreon Supercast. We're going to be doing Love is Blind, and we're going to be doing Sister Wives. I love it. Those two things will be coming at you there. I love it. Anyway, guys, if you can leave a review, that really helps a lot. Um helps people find us on apple podcasts all right steph thanks so much and we'll see everybody soon bye the rage comes before me